Hello and welcome. I have a special episode that I want to put out. It's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be me talking about my personal journey. It's not going to be me giving facts. We're not going over to the History Channel or anything like that. What it is, it's a conversation that I had with my dad March 4th, 2021 at 12.22 p.m. exactly. I used my Shure MV51 microphone to do the recording with him. The Shure MV51 picks up absolutely everything, so you're going to hear some dog nails tapping on the floor. Um, And then mid-recording, for some reason, we got a little bit of um, audio issue of some just cricket noise, you know, a little bit of crickety sound, but it goes away. So um, it's only 17 minutes and 51 seconds of my father and I just talking. And like I said, I learned a lot from him. So I'm going to mute my mic and uh, let him talk. And here we go. And we are recording right now. And it is Thursday, March 4th. 2021 and I'm talking with my dad. I'm glad you're here, Dad. Well, good place to be. <laughs> it is a good place to be. Um, we can start off simple questions like what year were you born? 1942. 1942. Where were you born? Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse. How come I thought it was a swiggo for some reason? No. Syracuse, New York, huh? So, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Seven. Seven of them. Five sisters and two brothers. Yeah, wow. So, that's quite a bit. And um, I also have, what about your first hunting memory? Do you have a hunting memory that you're, because I know you love hunting so much. Do you have one that sticks out to you as your first hunting memory? One, I... uh hunting with my father. Originally, there wasn't very many deer around this country at that time. And uh, I'd been up north and I'd been down south hunting and uh, couldn't get a look at a buck. And it's just about morning, one morning when I was back home, my father says, uh, why don't we go over and walk around those woods? I got the feeling there's a, some deer in there. Boy, we went over a good-sized chunk of woods, walked around the whole thing to see where there's deer tracks. We got up by a little uh, ditch down through and heard a lot of crashing and just in time to see a buck tear right across, was breaking the ice. Oh boy! And, uh, my father had taught me, if you jump a deer out and it's going one way, go to your left. That buck will turn right around and come right back on the other side, away from the way you think he went. That that stuck in my mind. We. When I jumped that deer across that 
ice there. My father went up to see where the track was headed, and I decided I'd go down to my left, like he taught me. Yeah. Went over a couple ridges, and them ridges had evergreens on, and the sun shining on the ice, evergreens and the snow. What what a beautiful sight, yeah. And all of a sudden, I hear something. Here come a, it's about four does. And the back one was a big buck. Ah, the magic buck. Right. That started out my career pretty good. Yeah. I uh, had my brother's shotgun that shot perfect for the days were open sights. It's just a bead on the front of it, but it'd shoot like a rifle. I shot twice, and it went out of sight. I went over there, and it... Uh, Leaned up against a tree and fell right over dead. <laughs> nice eight-point buck. Nice. It's hollering from my father. He, my father come down and said, don't, quiet, I think there's another one in here. <laughs> but uh, if it was, I didn't get a look at it. That's when you got buck fever, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a such of a thing. <laughs> We can jump topic from hunting. Uh, that's a great story. I'm glad you told me that. Um, how about your first car? Do you remember your first car? It was a, about a 1952 Mercury. 1952 Mercury. Do you remember the color of it? It was a gray color. Gray? That thing was a tank. <laughs> That's what I was just going to ask you. It sounds like a tank. <laughs> I think it weighed 5,000 pounds. <laughs> All real world drive. Push button on the floor to dim your headlights. Oh, yeah. All that good stuff. <laughs> Ashtrays in the back seats. <laughs> how, about, how about your first job that you have? Do you remember your first job? First job was... Picking apples because I couldn't get a job because I wasn't old enough to work at the factories. Right. I didn't have, I was only 17. I didn't make 18 yet. Right. So picking apples was your first job? That was it. And then I got a job at Sealwright, a paper mill, and uh, my brother worked there at that time. Yeah. Bob. And then you became? After that, I, was, you know, I was, got a job at General Electric out in Syracuse. Oh, wow. And that was a... They made uh, the TVs. Oh, okay. TVs, radios, or just TVs? Mainly TVs. A lot of it just the picture tube. Okay. And... Uh, be a material handler is a start out job. Other than the women, they put them on the line where they sit there all day just checking one part. Or Wow. It was uh, tough on the women to try to. Sounds like all a, day. Tedious, a tedious job. Right. So you were 17 at your first job. When was it that you became um, a lineman? Oh, that was f five years later, yeah, three years. And you started out yeah. there 
if I remember, if the story is, correct me, did you start out there like as a janitor and then keep working your way up? More or less, but as uh, my first job was a temporary job at the Lighthouse Hill Power Plants. They hired a couple extras because they were putting in a new big generator from the come down from the upper reservoir down this big wooden pipeline. <laughs> wooden? Oh yeah. Wow. A huge wooden. That uh, they hired me for that, and uh, I had that for a year or two, going on the second year, and I was able to bid a janitor's job up 7th North in Syracuse to get on regular. Nice. And uh, at that time, I also worked at Cambridge Filters that was just a quarter mile down the road from the 7th North Niagara Mohawk plant. And uh, just had my first child, my wife, and... Uh, Back then, you didn't have insurance until you got on regular. Yeah. So uh, that's why I was working two jobs. Right. I'd go uh, 7 o'clock in the morning to be up in South North Street and get done there, and I'd go right down to this Cambridge Filters plant. These filters are made for uh, overseas, a lot of them. Uh, sand and everything so it's uh it did that for a while that paid off the baby anyhow right so. wasn't cheap yeah and then you put quite a few years in a niagara mohawk oh yeah started out from the, that janitor's job to a tree trimmer helper job on the tree crews Got a chance to be a lineman, and I, that's what I want. I'm a, and uh, me and Nelson Butler and different uh, linemen from Fulton and the Swigo. That first job was going out to Nine Mile Building Steel Towers mm -hmm. from the Nine Mile plant. Right. The first one. Then after uh, we got the towers built, then we got the job of uh, putting on uh, the wood structures for the to take the take it up through on the high line all the way to Syracuse. So. Yeah. And it was just on, went for there and different type jobs. I was on job at permanent at that time, so I worked into the sea hot stick lineman, which uh, was good money. Yeah. And you learned to climb. I'd learned before that, so I was, uh, I was okay there. You did a lot of climbing with those spikes? Like back in the day that they would show? Oh, yeah. You didn't have a bucket truck back in them days. So you're spike climbing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 
put your hooks on and get up there. You're in good shape, I bet. <laughs> Carrying a lot of that equipment around and everything. Um, I'm going to jump topics because that's just what I do when I when we're talking. So we talked about that, and I'm glad that we did. Do you have, this is totally random, do you have a favorite color? Not especially. Not especially. Anything that's pleasing to your eye. How about your first concert? We talked about your first job. Do you remember your first rock concert or first? It doesn't have to be a rock concert, but your first concert. I see. I know there's a couple I can't couple come up in there. Me. Didn't you see Led Zeppelin? That's the one. That's the one I was trying to think of. I thought you saw Led Zeppelin, and I'm awful jealous over that. I'm glad you got to see Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Crazy (laughs) birds. (laughs) It's quite a show, all right. I bet it was. (laughs) Jimmy Page and all those guys up on stage just killing it. They were arena rockers for, for sure. Now, I know that there's not... Growing up, I ate a lot of foods that... I never thought I would eat. Do you have a favorite food? Is there a favorite food that you have? Like your go-to? Probably frog legs. Frog legs, okay. I thought you might say venison. Okay, so we you said your frog legs. Now is there, I know you're pretty open to food, but is there any food that you would not eat? <laughs> is there something out there where you say, I draw the limit? Well, I can't think of anything that would bother me. I didn't think so. Remember my older brother, every time we mentioned rattlesnake, they'd eat, you see. Yeah. That beetle, I'll never eat that stuff. <laughs> I've had I've had alligator, and it was pretty good. I've never had snake. Yeah, I've never had it either. And I, I've never had Rocky Mountain oysters. I don't know if I would eat those, but I guess maybe. I don't know. Supposedly, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I had some out in Montana the first trip I took off for a big game for elk out there. Oh, okay. That's right. You did try them. And one of the night he come back from town and he had Rocky Mountain oysters cooked up. And how were they? It, to me, it was about like clam strips. Oh, really? It was about the same. <laughs> and, uh. My buddy I couldn't believe that I, me and another guy would try them. <laughs> One day when I was working in Pulaski, a good friend of mine, Eddie Robbins, come in. And uh, we had coffee, and he started talking about that trip, you know. And the place has got a lot of people. <laughs> he brings up, and you won't believe what that guy ate. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what he. <laughs> I said, There's, I don't even think there were Rocky Mountain oysters, Ed. I think there were clam strips, and they're <laughs> yanking our leg. As right. well. But, uh, well, he says one of the strips that bothered me is the sauce. I didn't like the sauce that came with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, um, we'll jump topics again. We talked about food. How about the craziest invention that has blown your mind so far that you've seen? Because you've seen a lot. You saw a man land on the moon. You've seen the space shuttle land in like an airplane. 
you've seen a lot of stuff. Is there something that kind of that blows your mind that you're like, holy cow, I can't believe that? I see. Nothing stands out to me. Nothing right at the moment? That's fine. That's fine. I was just wondering. Um, What else do I have to ask you? What is the best advice you can tell younger people today? What what do you think younger people need to know? Stay away from the drugs. Stay away from the drugs. Stay away from the bad things. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that's great advice. Be good to people. Use your head. Even better advice. Be good to people. Um, Did you play any sports in school? Yeah. You did? What'd you play? Oh, it was a real beauty. (laughs) What? Ping pong. Cool. (laughs) I didn't know that. We're the Mexico champs of ping pong. Really? Me and... Forrest Gump style. Me and my partner, so my brother-in-law now that's passed away, but... Wow. I learn something new every day. So you're a ping pong champ. That's awesome. How about um, any favorite music that you have? Because I know that you're pretty open to music and you listen to quite a bit. Do you have any favorite go-to music? No. Good old cowboy music. Cowboy music can never go wrong with that. Or CCR, right? Oh, yeah. Anytime I hear Cleden's Creedence Clearwater Revival, that always brings me back good memories of thinking of you and stuff like that, too. He's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. He has a new album out, too. Does he? Yeah, he just, John Fogarty just put a new album out. Um, okay, we're wrapping up. I only have a couple more questions. Do you remember your dreams, and do you have reoccurring dreams? Uh, not that much. Not that much? No? I have sometimes have reoccurring dreams. And then this is, uh, I only have a couple more questions. Do you have a favorite childhood memory growing up, like maybe a family trip or something that you did with your family that you really sticks out that you can remember doing with your mom and dad and your brothers and sisters? Yeah, not that much. We stayed pretty much at home back in the You guys were a close family. Oh, yeah. And still are. And that's... I had a great father and mm-hmm. a great mother. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, go and ask for better people than they were, or better parents. Yeah, good. Always there for you. That was fun. I enjoyed talking with you, Dad. No problem, son. Thank you. That was fun. Okay, so uh, until later, we are out. That was really an enjoyable conversation with my father. And, you know, at the end when he said about his parents, about they were always there for him, that's the way he is for me. He's always been there for me. And I'm very fortunate to have him in my life, and I love him very dearly. So thank you for allowing me to share my conversation that I had with my dad. Always do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. I'll talk to you soon, my friends. Peace.